looking for an apartment sucks wherever you live. People in New York will say, oh, it's so hard to find an apartment here. It's hard to find an apartment anywhere. It stinks. You have your mandatories. You have the things that you won't compromise on. You have the things that you don't care about. Like, let's say, oh, I need a dishwasher. I need a dishwasher. I can't live without a dishwasher. I don't care if I don't have a washer and dryer. Some people feel the exact opposite. Some people don't need any amenities. Some people need an elevator. Some people don't. That's so beautiful. We all need different things. And that's why Apartments.com has an app where you can literally use it to tell it what you need and what you don't need. And it tells you, oh, apartments. Here's some. So instead of looking through every single rental listing you possibly can in the neighborhoods you want, you set and forget, like in that old rotisserie grill ad, you set and forget what you want and Apartments.com will let you know when an apartment that matches what you want appears on the market. From pet-friendly apartments to balconies to in-unit ACs, Apartments.com's powerful search tools let you know when the perfect combination of features you're seeking are listed. So you don't have to power through rental descriptions one by one. With more rental listings than anywhere else, Apartments.com's instant alerts mean you can spend less time online looking for the perfect place and more time doing you. Apartments.com, the place to find a place. You will drain us. Welcome to Who Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Bobby Finger. I'm Lindsay Weber. And we have breaking news from therap.com. Tom Hardy is the most difficult actor for Americans to understand, comma, poll finds. Do you- <laughs> this, is all, this is like exclusively because of Bane, right? This is one role. No, it's no, it's a cross. No, it's a no, it's a poll that they took. They said that he. I mean, I think it, like he takes a lot of roles where there's there's obstruction to his face. <laughs> but if you read the list of celebrities that people can't understand, according to this poll done by uh, a company called Preply, it is <laughs> it does make sense because it's like very accented um, actors. Since when do pollsters get like millennial startup names? Preply? I feel like I'd see an ad for that on the subway. I don't even know <laughs> if that's a pollster. It might not even be a pollster. They did a poll though. Okay. Preply.com slash en slash blog it was slash about America subtitles, subtitles use. <laughs> yeah. The, like, the idea was that more people use subtitles than ever because we're like uh, for various reasons, we use subtitles now a lot. Like um, yeah. even like Gen Z uses subtitles like 70% of the time, which is insane. I mean, as somebody Who's... who watches Love Island, I love subtitles, but I understand why it could be a shock to the previous generations. Who's the lesbian in the Scooby-Doo uh-uh. crew? What? The one that Linda Cardinelli played in the... Linda Cardellini? Linda Cardinelli played in the movie. Velma? Velma, that's it. One of <laughs> one of Josh's favorite tweets is this one where cartoon Velma is like on the floor and her glasses are like off and she's like looking for her glasses and it's like, help, I can't hear without my subtitles. <laughs> Who's the next one? For this leader, one bounded down. Hmm, also, we got about as much sense as this bird flying in the sky. No, it's not. It's a fucking rolling pin. Murder's in his younger you. That's a lovely, lovely voyage. And then... I think maybe you know there's no devil. Her ass is still be floating around in Surrey right now if it wasn't for me. Ah, bollocks, mate. The pair of you, you two belong to each other. Because we need to have subtitles on. They're helpful. Let's just go through the, the, the top celebrities that people need subtitles okay. for that they don't understand are Tom Hardy. Okay. Makes sense. Sofia Vegata. Okay. Rude, but fine. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Classic. Okay. Sean See. Connery. Okay, now we're just picking on, you know... It's people just accents. accents. It's people with thick but, accents. No, but we get to Johnny Depp, number five. He's American. Well, he's a he's a marble mouth. He's a marble mouth like 
That's what I'm saying. Method freak. Jackie Chan, Ozzy Osbourne, another marble mouthed American. Mm-hmm. Well, he's a, he's Benedict- Ozzy Osbourne's British. Bennett. Oh, okay. <laughs> Benedict Cumberbatch, <laughs> if you say so. Michael Caine, James McAvoy, who is quite hard to understand. Mm-hmm. Uh, Salma Hayek, uh, Brad Pitt, which I think is a weird one. Right, because a lot of these are just like Americans saying, I don't understand accents that aren't my own. Brad Pitt, I guess he sort of mumbles. Does he? Gal Gadot, uh, Idris Elba, Liam Neeson, Ricky Gervais, and my favorite, Sam Hewen. Hewen, yeah, see. Who is impossible to understand. (laughs) I've never seen Outlander, so I believe you. But Scottish accents are hard. The weirdest thing about this list is that it's... they, They... only polled Americans, it says. The non-Americans on this list are the strangest additions, I think. It's like, well, are they considering just very specific roles? How was this done? Were they just given a lot of names and then told to, like, say whether or not they never Bobby, understood I them? I found this poll on Twitter. I don't know why you're <laughs> questioning their scientific method. Just go with it for a second. I'm into it. I think the, the Tom Hardy... I don't think the... it was a double blind. I think they just did a oh, poll, you know? Okay. okay, okay. Well, Tom Hardy, who were them, though? Is Tom Hardy a them? He might be. He might be. I just don't know. My feelings about Tom Hardy, I think, are very, like, like related to Mad them, Max. Actually. I do. I think he is. I think he's I, them. But I would, I would listen to, I would pull up a chair and put my chin on my fist and listen to an argument explaining why he is actually a who. Because I revisited Mad Max fairly recently, Fury Road. It was funny to remember that he's like definitely not the lead of that movie. It's about Furiosa. So it's just like, wow, even in maybe his biggest movie, he's not he's not the moment in it, you know? Yeah, but I think he makes more of an impact uh in that movie than you you claiming he's only second he's second fiddle. I think he He's definitely second lead vocalist. Moving on, did you call it this or did Timmy because I'm obsessed? Timmy. Who weekly Avengers? <laughs> I know it's like when their powers combine we are we are paying attention, you know? Right. Like, I don't give a shit about Marvel phases five, six, seven, but I do give a shit about Christine Quinn and Julia Fox joining forces. <laughs> Fast friends, Christine Quinn and Julia Fox battle out for most outrageous look as they stage an impromptu photo shoot on the sidewalk. I love that, too. They're just on the sidewalk. You cut out you cut out this descriptor, though. It's Fast friends, Christine Quinn and new pal Julia Fox battle it out. Well, I don't know how long they've known each other. I feel like that's a little presumptuous because I feel like Julia Fox knows everyone and has for decades. That's mm-hmm. her literal M.O. Was this the same night that Julia Fox set her dress on fire for fashion? Did you see that video? I don't know, but she was working with a fashion designer that like had, does a thing where you can like put your dress on fire. It's like yeah, part, of his, the... part mm-hmm. of his looks. She wasn't just lighting herself on fire, though I could see herself doing it. It was intentional. This was the look where she wore pants that were so low cut that you could see like her pubis pubis Pubis. yeah her mom's pubis (laughs) at kirk pate on twitter had a very good caption which was julia fox has unlocked an all new level of low rise i like treating these women as though they are sort of like either video game characters or superheroes i think they deserve it oh i agree i i think they're putting in the work christine is everywhere christine is like these selling sunset girlies don't even leave kind of the greater 
Orange County, LA area. And Chris and Christine Quinn is like, I'm at the Balenciaga show. I'm meeting Julia Fox. I'm doing this. I'm stomping the streets. I'm this and that. And it's like, all right, like you're putting in the work. You know what I mean? Exactly. Would I prefer Tarek El Musa and Heather Ray like getting having a kid or fucking Christine Quinn like sh- sh- gallivanting <laughs> at serving the face card or whatever? <laughs> yeah, no, I prefer right. Christine Quinn. <laughs> Right. No, I saw these headlines that were like, Heather Ray El Musa reveals sex of baby with Tarek El Musa. And I was like, I'll never click this because I don't care because Christine Quinn is at the Louvre and she's making yeah. reels. <laughs> she's like, making reels at the Louvre. She's making, she's making reels. reels at the Louvre. Did you see what she was wearing in the Louvre? She was wearing like, she was wearing like something very comparatively demure and Eileen Fisher-esque, just like long drapey. Great. White linen. She wore Eileen Fisher like, to the moon. She, she wore Eileen Fisher to the moon. It loop. wasn't Eileen Fisher, but it was. It was like if Eileen Fisher were high fashion. That's kind of what it what it reminded me of. I love this tweet where I mean, this do we we follow this account Julia Fox source? Yeah, I mean, they're I great. Feel like this is the source for all things Julia Fox. Mm-hmm. Someone said beside un, besides uncut gems, what the fuck has Julia Fox done? And they retweeted. And they said slayed, served, and eaten. <laughs> That's true. It's correct. It's true. It's true. But it's funny because if your if your argument is aside from uncut gems, what has Julia Fox done? The funniest thing about that is that not that's not even what got her to be famous. It was dating right. Kanye West. So like it's you're not even the the joke is not even on because when she was in Uncut Gems, people thought, Oh, she's great, but they weren't like screaming and dying over her. Right. Then she dated Kanye West and people were like, Oh my god, who is this woman? Then she became a real celebrity after dating Kanye yes. West. You know, she was very everyone niche. thought she was good in Uncut Gems, but nobody was like breakout star, legend, one of a kind, like she's the moment, blah, blah, blah. And then she got a little bump. Yeah, she got a little bump. I'm just, uh, I'm really glad that she's persevering. She's just, she's just <laughs> chugging through. And I think that that's nice, you know? Yeah, I mean, I, I think she like continues to make headlines, which is really impressive. And it's literally over like things that she's wearing, which is also really impressive because it means like, She's really she has using a distinct style. her platform to be like, I love fashion, as opposed to like the fashion is second fiddle. We keep saying second fiddle to the kind of other antics to keep you in the headlines. She's just like, no, I'm I'm out. I'm in New York and I'm wearing something absolutely crazy and fun. <laughs> Which is or so I'm in rare. Paris and I'm wearing something absolutely crazy and fun. I'm anywhere. That's just rare to that's rare for that to be the kind of the thesis of the photo, right? Mm-hmm. I'm sort of like. There, it seems like there's always a fashion week somewhere on the planet. I feel like fashion week just follows Julia Fox wherever she goes. I mean, she's she's bringing it back to New York, which I love. She's making New York cool. I mean, New York is cool, but like she's making it cooler. <laughs> she is. And there's a heat wave, honey. So, you know. That's good for Julia Fox's aesthetic. Because she likes fire and wearing very little. <laughs> because, right, like her pants are barely <laughs> on. And I mean that as a compliment. Mm-hmm. It's impressive. I've never seen anything photo like because that. I just love this photo because Christine and Julia are smiling. Like, there's also something <laughs> so, like, funny and authentic that they're taking a photo and smiling. Like, no one is like doing a face. Everyone's like, "I'm cheesing." Like, there is a woman in this photo. Oh, it's fucking the two Julia. people. It's Delia. It's Amelia Gray Hamlin, of course. Right. So, I was. Amelia I was wondering who that was. Why did she look familiar? Right. She's giving like model Pout. like mean mug. But then we have just like Julia Fox and Christine Quinn who are like, I'm here and I'm enjoying myself smiling. Big pearly whites. You're so right. Because the person next to Amelia Gray is also giving model pout. And Christine yeah, and Quinn I and Julia that. Fox are just happy. It's nice. Happy to be there. Just happy to be there. You know? I'm happy to have them. 
I'm single, probably for a while. I think a break from the billionaires, maybe. <laughs> no, never. No. Surprising. Haley Bieber, Haley Bieber, Haley Bieber, big victory in trademark battle, dot, 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 going forward with Rode skincare line. The people who sued them, okay. Rode, the first Rode, lost. And so Haley Bieber is going to keep using the name Rode, her middle name, Haley Rode Bieber. Congrats. Justice was served or whatever. She served justice. I don't know. Yeah, okay. One of everything, two of road, as Timmy put it. <laughs> now there's going to be two of them. One of everything. God, oh, Timmy. right. That was... One of everything really good. Mm -hmm. Really good. Really one good. One of everything really good. Yeah. We're having lunch with Timmy today. I'm going to order one of everything really good. I'm going to say to the wit, to the waiter. They do have good starters there. That's what I'm going to say. One of everything really good. Moving on, there was a big brand party this weekend that I wish I could have gone to because this seems fun. The Celsius Arctic Vibe launch party at Joya Beach Club in Miami Beach. Ugh, this looks fun. Well, Zed performed. Zed was there. Yeah, I love he him. Performed. He performed. Yeah. It was in Miami. It was for Celsius. Have you had a Celsius yet? No. And I They're didn't good. realize they had so much caffeine in them. Do you know that each can has 200 milligrams of caffeine in it? <laughs> They're really good. They're really yummy. They're great. You're being serious. Sometimes, this is not yeah, spot, good. by the way. Okay. No, they're good. I'm intrigued. I had them. All the celebrities yeah, drink good. them. I feel like they must be good. See, I'm falling for it. They're No, I'm telling you they're good. You're not falling okay. for anything. I told you. It's a recommendation. Yeah. You know? Do you drink them after your, like, workouts? Because you do those workouts. You're, like, you do workout classes yeah, there but for, like, post-workouts. Yeah, it's a little, well, it's a little late to drink one then. But, uh, yeah, I have. Okay. And I then I realize it's a little late to drink one then. Oh, but okay. it is, yes. Uh, this party gave us a lot of good headline, which included Brooks Nate. Brooks Nader puts on a eye-popping display of very low-cut dress with plenty of side boob at Celsius Arctic Vibe launch party in Miami. Brooks Nader is a Sports Illustrated swimsuit model, I believe, right? I, yeah, I think yeah. this officially kills the use of vibe, which I overuse. I recognize mm -hmm. that. I do think that calling a drink Celsius Arctic Vibe, like, oh, it's giving Arctic. It's an Arctic mm -hmm. vibe. I do think we're, I think this is putting this word to bed, you know? Yeah. Vibes are over, right? Vibes and giving. Giving is, is also turning the tide. Well, I saw a recent headline that said, Kourtney Kardashian is giving uh, Thelma and Louise vibes. And I was like, I think that no one knows what Thelma and Louise is about. <laughs> like, first of all, wait, no, she's not. Was she just like not. in a car? Was she just in she a car? She just like had her like, she was, she had sunglasses on and she kind of had her hair up and like, you know, like when you tie a little scarf around your head, that's what she was giving. Not and to be like, reductive, no. but they literally, they did murder, so... Like, was she giving, like, I killed someone, you know? There was a murder. There was a rape. There's the law. There's, yeah. like, actual death. There's suicide. Right. Like, I don't think yeah. Kourtney Kardashian is giving any of those things. <laughs> yeah. She was just giving sitting in a car. She was giving sitting in a car. Yes. Exactly. Incredible. And we the Celsius have... Arctic vibe is giving Arctic. <laughs> giving cold. Giving burr. Giving... Zed. It's giving... What even is the flavor? Oh, it's it's giving sparkling frozen berry. Sparkling frozen. Oh, I thought the fr the part that says frozen has mint in it. I was looking no. at the ingredients because there's no, something has... like about it. Also, pregnant Nicole Williams English was there and she hinted at burgeoning bump and skin type peekaboo jumpsuit as she leads stars at Celsius Arctic Vibe launch party. If Nicole Williams English is leading the stars, like there aren't many other big stars there, you know? I know her last name is English, but it is funny because to me that reads like her name is Nicole Williams, but they're telling me she's English because Williams <laughs> is also a last name. Nicole so it's Williams, like, comma, English, comma. English, right. <laughs> pregnant Nicole Williams, English, hints at burgeoning bump. Where was don't drink, Oh, it was in Miami. Don't sure. drink that Celsius that if Miami. you're pregnant. Don't drink that Celsius. Yeah, I was going to say, did your doctor approve of this? 
I was laughing because I was looking up other like mentions of the party and aside from getting images which like had you know just photos there was a mention of it elsewhere which was in an article where the headline was Brandy Cyrus teases Wells Adams and Sarah Hyland's wedding quote it's gonna be a massive party and literally what it comes from is I'm going to the wedding it's just in a few short weeks here Cyrus told Us Weekly while attending the Celsius Energy Drinks Arctic Vibe Sparkling Frozen Berry launch party at Joya Beach in Miami I'm very excited. Imagine being asked about Wells Adams and Sarah Hyland's wedding while you're at the Celsius Energy Drink Arctic Vibe Sparkling Frozenberry Launch Party in Joya Beach, imagine, Miami. Imagine. You're like, I'm just here trying to drink my Celsius Energy Drink Arctic Vibe colon sparkling <laughs> Frozenberry. You know, like, just leave me in peace. I'm just trying to drink. I'm just trying to talk to my friend Sean White, who's opening up a Celsius Energy Drink Arctic Vibe Sparkling Frozenberry edition. You know, like... Whenever a drink has, like, this much caffeine in it, it's giving Red Bull and vodka. And I think what the Celsius kind of like... Me drinking Celsius is very different than Celsius at this party, which is like mix it with vodka and go fucking insane. You know, like anything with oh, with that much caffeine, if you put alcohol that, in it, you're losing your mind. No, that's that like what must it's for. be the subtext, right? Like I was sort of having. I mean, the I drank four vibes. locos. Like I, I know what what happens when you mix alcohol and caffeine. Like it's it's iconic. The craziest I've ever felt in my life is when I had like three Sparkses in one night. <laughs> right. I could not sleep. I thought my heart was going to explode. And then they took them off the market. It's a classic for a reason. Like, we're not, you know, we don't fuck with the classics. The classics is mixing alcohol and booze. I mean, sorry. The classics is mixing caffeine and booze. (laughs) That's the classic. That's the classic. Nina Dobrev was also there, and she made a TikTok that sort of had that horrible thing where it, like, goes, womp, womp. And so whenever the phone comes back up, someone else is in the front-facing camera. Describing the way TikTok memes works is my actual hell. Please don't do that. She opens it up, and then who's there but a TikTok star named Vinny Hacker. So all the comments on this TikTok are like, she's with Vinny? And I was like, who the fuck is Vinny? And he's just a TikTok star slash Twitch streamer. Have you ever heard of this guy? No. He's actually a multi-hyphenate. He's a TikTok star, Twitch streamer, and model. He's also on the Netflix Hype House show, which is, I think, why he broke out a little more than other people. Oh, I remember him from that show. He's 20. Yeah, on that show, he famously was like, he. <laughs> the episodes of that show that I watched, which were a few, what was funny about him was that he was invited into the house because he was a thirst trap TikToker, which meant he like didn't have a personality. He was just hot. <laughs> but he so he was like struggling to like figure out what his personality was like on TikTok and in real life because he was just a thirst. Tra- like he would just make TikToks where he was like cute, like a pretty face. OK, so it's like you have to find an identity. Exactly. And that was like his that was like his struggle. That's actually a pretty captivating struggle because I feel like that struggle exists for a lot of people who are influencers on the Internet, you know, where it's like I can do my body. I can make myself look a way that a lot of people will find attractive. But like what now? You know, content creator notable for posting short lip sync videos on his V hacker TikTok account for more than his 14 million fans. He also posts modeling photos and moody selfies on Instagram. He has a number of tattoos on his arms and chest. He often displays for viewers. It's like he is like a it's like aesthetic blogging where it's just like Mm -hmm. photos and like a look in a look in the cam or whatever. You should go on Love Island. What's your main goal for 2022? Um, Probably. Just figuring out which direction I want to go because I have so many different opportunities laid out, but I'm not really sure what I want to do yet or where my head's at. Describe your vibe in three words. Awesome, 
amazing and cool. The chain smokers are going to space, sort of. It's not really space. If you read the fine print, it's not space. It's just it's the edge of high. space. Yeah, it's nobody really knows how to kind of explain this, which is really funny because people keep being like, shoot them to space and never return them. And it's like, yes, you are being funny and that is funny, but, but they're not going to they're space. Going, they're going to the edge of space. They're going to like, like, ba like barely space, you know? Yeah. I love that this this um, explanation on the website for the company that's sending them up to space, which is called Worldview, it's literally a gigantic helium balloon. That's all yes. it is. So it takes a really long time to get up there. It takes many hours to get 20 miles. It says, am I going to space? Will I become an astronaut? That's an FAQ that's mm -hmm. on the website. The FAQ is so, really like, good. The question is coming from the person who is potentially spending $50,000 on this balloon. Am I? No, because listen, I thought it was $500, but that's just the down payment. It's $50,000 to go up to this not space. It's a non-refundable down payment too. Yeah, you, you can't just it's give not like your cyber Elon truck Musk where you got your dollars for Cybertruck. Yeah, no, you At have to you give them five hundred dollars, five hundred thousand like dollars to go up in a really slow helium balloon to get a good view. Apparently, you get a really good view of you know. You the get world. a good view, but this FAQ is funny because it's like, look, it's very unclear when space actually starts. But oh, where you're going you're gonna is blame not space. space. <laughs> you're gonna blame the definition of space. Get out of here. Well, that's what it says. It's like it's like. Space is very arbitrary. Where space begins depends on what country you're above. And it's like, but it is objective that we don't send you to space because it's only 20 miles. And no one really believes that space begins that far below 50 miles. So Is this you? I would never go to space or under the sea? Is that yeah, you never, that? Okay. Never. Right. I would never. Okay, good would you know. do this? Would you even do this? I wouldn't go to space. I would go under the sea. You would go under the sea? That's like so scary. In like a submarine? Scary. Oh, it's so scary. In like a submarine? Yeah, mm -hmm. Totally. Would you get on this helium balloon if it weren't $50,000? If you just could pay, let's say even $500. Would you pay $500 to go on this balloon and go 20 miles up? If I wasn't the first one to do it. Okay, that's question one. So you would do it if you weren't the first, if it was proven. Okay. I don't know. Yeah, sure. It's like seems like a once in a lifetime experience. But would yeah. you go if you had to be up there with both chain smokers? Drew, right. Taggart, and Alex, Hot whoever. chain smoker and not hot chain smoker. If you had to go with both of them. Are they paying for my trip? No, you're still paying, but they're performing the whole time. They're performing the whole time? The whole time. <laughs> I, have, I have a follow-up question. Okay. Would you do it if yeah. you have... You would do it. Sure. Okay, fine. Okay, well, then I know the follow-up because I was going to say, what if you had to go with just the hot chain smoker? Oh, but would he be performing? Oh, and there's no performing. It's just I prefer that. I prefer that. <laughs> I prefer that. I'm sorry... These two performing, what are they going to do? Play an MP3 and sing over it up in space? Like, I don't really understand what that involves. Isn't, aren't oxygen levels like really low? How do you breathe? Like, how do you, how do you well, sing? Well, they have, you know, it's, it's, they, they have it set up. It's a, it's a system. In the press release for this, again, the company is called Worldview. A lot of people covered this, which kind of annoyed me. They got exactly what they wanted out of this. Got here, we're part of the problem. I but know. the chain smokers released a joint statement. So when they speak, it says the chain smokers said they're speaking as a unit. We have always dreamed of going to space and are stoked to celebrate with Worldview to have this adventure and experience. We You're know the views of both Earth and space are going to be incredible and inspiring, and we hope to leverage this flight for creativity on future projects. It just reads as like someone at Worldview wrote this and then got confirmation, and they were like, can you give it more of a voice? And then they added stoked. The idea that the Chainsmakers are going to go to not space and then have like an idea for a new stupid song is really funny to me. <laughs> 
you know? It's so, and they have to say, we've always dreamed of going to space. And it's like, well, you're still going to dream of going to space because you're not going to be there when you take this balloon there. I know. Like, even Lance Bass, like, wouldn't even settle for this. You know, he said it's it's real space or bust. And real bust, space or bust. You know? Exactly. I think that's fair, too. Just like this it's balloon. Like it is crazy vibes. that our technology involves still a balloon. It's like, okay, no vibes, you know? The chain smokers do belong in balloons. Also, that's so much helium. Helium is a very, it's a finite resource on this planet, y'all. We need helium really for like is. MRIs. But instead, we're sending we're sending both chain smokers up to not space in a balloon filled with like a rare resource that is, you know, dwindling. The chain smokers like are... Like next time you have a birthday party and there's no helium for your balloons, blame the chain smokers. <laughs> Seriously. I will. Also, I won't use helium balloons at my birthday party because we shouldn't be spending helium reserves oh on balloons. God. Okay. All right. Okay. Fine. But the chain smokers are just filling that thing up. Go for launch. T minus 15. 1975 Did you hear Kid Leroy and Monster X to headline Nickelodeon's first Nick Fest music festival at Rose Bowl? Did you hear? <laughs> Did you hear? Did you hear? I made a little game about who's on the roster for the brand new first time ever Nickelodeon's first, first Nick Fest. Nick, Nickelodeon Fest because I thought this is now this is a music festival in which Bobby will know nobody performing. Okay. I'm going to give you a pair of performers. You're going to tell me who's performing at the Nick Fest. Oh my God. Okay. Olivia O'Brien or Olivia Rodrigo? Ol- Olivia Rodrigo. <laughs> No, it's Olivia Bryan. Olivia Rigo is not going to perform. Well, that's why I was like, oh, okay. Ty Verdes or Shy Green? (laughs) Ty Verdes. That's correct. Okay. Christian Gates or Christina Slade? (laughs) Christian Gates. The Good News Girls or the Bad News Boys? Oh, my God. The Bad News Boys. No, it's the Good News Girls. Oh, my God. G Flip or She Flop? G Flip's going to be there. Yeah. Oh, my God. Okay, G-Flip. Boy's World or Man's Universe? Well, it is Nick Fest. It's Nickelodeon's first Nick Fest music festival. I'm going to say, uh, bo- what was it? Boy's? Boy's World. Boy's World. That's correct. Okay. That Girl Lele or That Woman Lady Gay Gay? <laughs> I know That Girl Lele. That Girl Lele. <laughs> Young Dylan or Old Dylan? <laughs> Going here. <laughs> oh my god, so it's either Dylan O'Brien or Dylan McDermott. I'm gonna say young Dylan. It's young Dylan. Little Jet or Big Old Jet? <laughs> They're all little. I get the joke. I get this game. Little yes. Jet. Thank you. 99 Goon Squad or 99 Years Old Squad. 
so okay, stupid. Okay, that one's so good. 99 Goon Squad. That's correct. Okay, and here's the last one. The cast of Monster High, the movie, or the cast of Mrs. Harris Goes <laughs> to Paris. <laughs> I really cracked myself the, doing ca- this one. the cast of Monster High the movie. That's correct. Oh my god. Okay, that's the game. I'm crying. The, 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 the Gen game. Z, Gen Z standing Leslie Manville and Jason Isaacs. Oh my god. It's the idea that all these bands are called like girl or boy or young. It's like killing me. <laughs> Isabelle Luper looks at her like schedule for the day and she's like, What is this Nickelodeon first first Nick Fest? Nick Fest? Qu'est-ce que c'est? Qu'est-ce que c'est? C'est Nick Fest. Qu'est-ce que c'est? C'est Nick Fest. She might do a better. She might do a better performance at Nick Fest than, than she, she did, did in Mrs. Harris goes Paris. to Paris. I'd rather see her at Nick Fest than Mrs. Harris goes to Paris. God, she's so bad in that movie. Moving on, I just cracked up at this, and actually, like, we don't even need to get into it. And I'm swear to God, I'm not shaming, but I am laughing. I'm laughing so hard, and I'm also sweating because this room is like burning up. <laughs> it's so hot. I know I'm dying, and I can't even turn on anything. Okay. <laughs> Lala Kent shows off impressive new boobs and new ear after plastic surgery. The speed at which I clicked on this to figure out what new ear meant is really funny. And it's it the same ear it's, pinned back. It's, but it's, but it's so funny to call it new ear. Like I love my new boobs and I love my new ear, and it's, that's so funny to me. Right, they're quoting her, but it's not a new ear. It's the same ear that she pinned. Sure, but it, to her, it's a new ear the same cartilage it's the same it's same as it ever was it's just pinned back oh my gosh i love my new boobs i love my new boobs and i love my new ear i'm feeling it's gonna be a hot girl summer i just love the idea of pinning your one ear back and being like it's hot girl summertime bitches my ear is my ear is back my face is snatched my and my, my ear, ear is, is back nothing happened to me obviously but the ear pinning back i don't think people know what that really means was it you that said yeah you don't, yeah, yeah. yeah i think yeah Andrew was like, I don't think people know what that means. It's basically my left ear was somewhat sticking out more than the right. I have always been insecure about it. There are certain things that I've been insecure about that I can get over. This one, since I was a kid, I've hated it. So they literally just like make the smallest incision behind the ear. Mm -hmm. And there's a video on the Instagram um, of Dr. Lakey and Dr. Daniel Poor. And it's almost like they pull these two strings in the the ear just like ever so slightly folds back a bit. Can I ask, um, I'm sure that you got discounts because you're a celebrity or whatever, but um, what does something like that cost? Do you know? Ooh, I want to say that that between the boobs and the ear, I think that we would, I want to say, but I don't know, maybe 20? Yeah, 20 20 for the ear and, okay. Yeah. How much do boobs cost? Well, I think that the, I think the ears... If you were to do, let's say, a surgery of both ears, I want to say between 12 and 15, and then I'm sure the boobs are around 20. So We're going to tell you about a new show called Jocular, hosted by ER Fightmaster, whom we've talked about on the podcast before, T.N. Tran and Katie Kershaw. They're comedians, they're writers, and they're also best friends who are obsessed with women's sports. Kind of like I'm becoming obsessed <laughs> with women's sports. You sort are. Of, kind you of. Are. A little you bit. Are. You are. They're exploring all things queer, trans, and women-focused in the world of sports. And in each episode, they'll cover the latest games, debate pressing issues, and review how they're all really horny for basically everyone in the game. This is every time I talk to someone who's a fan of women's sports, like a genuine fan of women's sports, not like a newbie like me. They're like, horny, 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 horny. I'm horny for all of them. I know. They're always crushing on people in the game. 
But that's why it's like we need a podcast that's not us to kind of tell us what we're supposed to care about, who we're supposed to care about, who's hot and who's sexy and who we're paying attention to. Yes. And that's what Jockular is for. Friends and experts will join to share their takes on sports ranging from women's basketball to soccer to power slapping. I don't even know what power slapping is, but I'm in. So tune in every Friday for new episodes of Jocular on Apple, Amazon, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts now. Who Weekly is brought to you by Squarespace. As usual, we love Squarespace. We love Squarespace. It's the only way we will ever have a website. (laughs) Is Squarespace. You're right. Because it's easy. Because I can update it very fast when things go crazy with tour announcing, which we might have to do relatively soon. Might? Uh, Might? You said, we just came and saw you. I said, well, this is a, this is a 365 podcast. We're planning ahead. Everyone's, everyone's doing live shows these days. So all the venues are getting booked up. So we have to book our tour, which is far away pretty soon. But we already know we already know the dates. We're ready to update the website on Squarespace. And we also already know how to put them on the website, which is like half the battle because it's Squarespace. Exactly. And we've done this for a long time. And it's very, very easy. We love Squarespace because... It's very easy to update things. We love Squarespace because we have a contact form, which is the way most people get in touch with us. Even though we have a very easy to remember email address, which is what's read up to at gmail.com, people would prefer to just use the contact form on Squarespace because Squarespace is easy. And on our website, it's easy to find our press clippings. It's easy to find embeds of the podcast. It's easy to find anything you need to know about our podcast. So go to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch your website, go to squarespace.com slash who to save 10% on your first purchase of a website or domain. We had 25 things by Nikki Glazer, someone else who is increasingly everywhere lately. Like she's always been everywhere. She's Well, she's promoting F-Boy, F-Boy Island, Island and a comedy special on Warner Brothers. And they're putting in the work to, speaking of good agent, that somebody is really Warner Media for her. Yeah. Every Warner once in a while. Media is like, we need to get her out there. Nikki Glazer used to be like a Viacom girly, like MTV, yes. VH1, Comedy Central, and they yes. would put her everywhere. And now she's like a Warner Media girly. And it's funny to watch that, like, it feels a little glossier suddenly, you know? So her 25 things is like not at all interesting. But I did notice something that I think you've noticed before that I turned into like a little game. Mm. Us Weekly has the funniest linking thing oh, where they just the they link. link. They Their contextual linking is like so fucking psycho sometimes. <laughs> like, They'll it's, link it's to infuriating like, is what it is. <laughs> yeah. They'll you'll you'll think something's linked to something, but it's like absolutely not linked to something. So I'm gonna read to you um a vi- some of the various numbers of things about her, and I'm gonna tell you what is linked, and I want you to get take a guess God. at what it's linked to. Just gander a guess. Because I would say some of these you will guess, but then some you absolutely it's, will not, and they'll be funny. It's gonna be a, it this is this whole thing is a crapshoot, and I'm actually I feel like I'm gonna get some right just be just by just blind guesses. But that's what yeah. I think I was gonna do multiple choice, but I I said I don't wanna put in that much effort. Yeah. I think you can get like close to what. Okay, so number um and this this goes from easy to hard, so the numbers aren't in order okay. necessarily. Okay. Number seven. I went vegan six years ago. I miss cheese and meat, but I did it because I love animals. What is linked is went vegan six years ago. Uh, That definitely links to like a list of vegan celebrities. That's correct. Celebrity vegans and vegetarians, Mm -hmm. Miley Cyrus, Milo Ventimiglia, Mm -hmm. and more. Okay. Number nine. My goal is to do a topless comedy special someday. What is linked is goal is to do a topless comedy Mm. special. That's definitely... uh, Famous women who've gone topless. 
a list of topless, topless stars, celebs who've gone near yeah. naked. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Uh-huh. <laughs> number 22. Here's where it gets a little. Number 22. I moved back to St. Louis to live with my parents during the pandemic because I was scared. My e-reality show, Welcome Home, Nikki Glazer, followed my return. She had an e-reality show about going home. She's not this famous. It's I'm telling I'm telling you she it's, is peop, she is okay. a very Lucy Hale figure in that people must love her. She is and I I think that she's she's very funny but like she's I agree. her the way that she is pushed on us I feel is incongruous with her actual fame level and that's yeah. interesting to me. Okay, so when I tell you what is what is linked is just the word pandemic. Let me know what you think that links to. Uh then it's it's either a link to no, they would never link out. They'd only link in. It's it's, it's a it's a link to stories about the pandemic. It's fully it's a, a tag. A tag okay, it's a it's tag. A, it's a tag page <laughs> yeah. for the tag coronavirus. Yep. I click on these all the time. I feel I feel like thrilled right now. Okay, this is good. Number nineteen. I cannot for the life of me understand the game of football. What is underlined is the game is understand the game of football. Um, is it is it just is it. They have a sports. Is it their sport? A link to their sports vertical, their sports tag. Vaguely, it's Nick Lachey, Alyssa Milano, Joe Manganiello, celebrities who love football. I should have oh, put that. Celebrities above, who that's love in the same realm. As... Celebrities who love okay. football is one of their stories. Yes. Okay. Here's where it gets a little bit more specific in a way that is deranged because okay. I think you got the idea that like sometimes they'll link to like celebrities who do X. This is where it gets a little bit more creative. Okay. okay? Number two. I got caught shoplifting when I was 19. I haven't done it since. Gotten caught. And what's underlined is got caught shoplifting. Celebrities celebrities with criminal past. Celebrities with criminal think, histories. Think more specific. Who's is, the most famous person? Winona Ryder. Is it a story about Winona Ryder? Winona Ryder recalls 2001 shoplifting arrest. <laughs> Colin, it wasn't like the crime of the century. They linked to that. They oh linked to Winona Ryder talking about shoplifting. Okay. Oh, that's funny. That's funny. The next one you are absolutely never going to get, but it's fine. Okay. Number 15. I have ASMR and watch videos of soft-spoken women flipping through magazines every single night to fall asleep. What is underlined is ASMR. I'm never going to get it. So it's... Did someone make a... Did someone iconically make an ASMR video? Like one of those celebrities... Is it a link to a story about a celebrity doing like a Vanity Fair ASMR video? Jessica Alba and daughter Honor 12 film ASMR video with Akai Balls. Quote, colon, cringiest Acai. video in the whole wide world. What did I say? Akai. Akai. <laughs> <laughs> cringiest video in the whole wide world. Okay. This is the last one. Okay. This is the one that really, this is the one that like took me out. Okay. okay? Number three. I've had terrible stage fright when I was younger. I would have insomnia for weeks before a classroom presentation and shake the entire time. What is linked is terrible stage fright. So it's okay. So this is you said I'm never gonna get it. So it's not celebrities with stage celebrities with phobias. Celebr, celebrity phobias. Eddie Redmayne colon. <laughs> I got complete stage fright playing Newt Scamander in Fantastic Beasts. <laughs> like what? wait, that's what it links to. God, these aren't even relevant or recent. I guess Fantastic Beasts just <laughs> came out. I know, but I'm just like, what, how is that the... You know what I I wonder? You know what I bet? I bet there's something in their CMS where it's like, if you highlight words, it probably it does searches some... It searches for something relevant, article. and then it gives the writer yeah. or the editor yeah, like yeah, links yeah. of I options. Bet. Like uh, totally. like options, totally. and they just pick something. 
Because it's definitely it's just funny scrubbing. that I'm reading a 25 things to know about Nikki Glaser, and if I click on ASMR, I get a story about Jessica Alba's <laughs> daughter making an ASMR video. It's like, okay, I guess that's my interest, you know? Okay. Hi, everyone. This is Jessica Alba. Welcome back to my YouTube channel. I'm going to do a Get Ready With Me ASMR style. This is a first for me, so hope you enjoy. First, I'm going to start with primer. This is really weird, but I think it's relaxing. We have three feuds this week. Three big feuds, actually. Sure. The first feud, Tyra Banks v. Dancing with the Stars by way of Alfonso Ribeiro. <laughs> Who's the who in this? Alfonso Ribeiro? Alfonso Ribeiro. And honestly, kind okay. of Tom Bergeron. Oh, because well, but he's he's the number he's the number one who because he's the underlying who he's in the, all of the stories about dancing with the stars. Yes. But I think Alfonso because Ribeiro they didn't is realize that everybody loved Tom Bergeron as much as they did until they fired him and now they can't get him back because they're like too proud. Mm -hmm. And everyone in the comments is like, Tom was better. And it's like, when the fuck did you guys start all caring about Tom Bergeron <laughs> this much? So this story is about Tyra Banks has been the host of Dancing with the Stars for a few years now, right? Like, it's been a while since Tyra took over. Yes. And so they're adding a co-host, and the co-host is going to be so Alfonso Ribeiro. And apparently Tyra Banks is Who pissed. Won Dancing with the Stars. Yes. And, he, and everyone loves him. And facing comment was, I'm so happy. I've known him since I was 19. He always puts a smile on my face whenever I see him. Having such a fun-loving longtime friend as a co-host warms my heart. Plus, he's won the competition before, so he knows exactly what the stars are going through. Bantering back and forth with him live is going to be so much fun. Oh, my God. But, okay, Magazine said she threatened to quit the show because he they were putting her with a co-host. Mm -hmm. And she said, I'm the producer. Tyra loves to be the EP of something. And she's like, as the producer. Producer, like absolutely not this is what i want and so she's complaining and the story is getting sort of like the story is getting messy because it makes it seem like she and alfonso ribeiro are feuding but they're not and she's trying to make it seem like this has nothing to do with him but you know it has like it doesn't it doesn't you know she's mad at him for doing it she she probably feels a modicum of disrespect from him for thinking that he could take but i also this feel job. like she feels generally demoralized by the fact that she's been hosting the show and like no one likes her as the host mm -hmm. like for the past whatever years and i would say tyra banks has had like a kind of a rough hosting trajectory since post Amer uh, america's top model yeah. and also america's top model has been recontextualized as like really offensive which it was at the time we were all like too insane to realize and it, it's coming to haunt her it's haunting her it's been haunting her mm -hmm. and she's trying to open ice cream stores and they're like no yes everyone's like stop meanwhile people at abc or wherever must love alfonso ribeiro because ever since he he became one of those he did the he did the the trajectory mm -hmm. that i think so many 90s and 80s sitcom stars want exactly where he became like kind of half butt of the joke celebrity reality star contestant like he was on I'm a celebrity yes. get me out of here he like did but like random talking at things money constantly, constantly making money right. then he parlayed that into actual successful TV host because he hosts America's funniest home videos now and who did he replace but I think Tom it's because he is a he is a nostalgic figure who maintained good nature throughout the entire yeah he never got dark like a scent of kind of not a scent or like descent of fame, but a scent of age. You know, mm -hmm. as he got older, he was on all of these dumb things that everybody was doing. But unlike kind of the uh, a little bit more destroyed child actors, like a Danny Bonaduce figure or something. Exactly, exactly. He maintained kind of like 
humor, dignity, and a little bit of grace, which is hard to do. <laughs> yeah. Like, I think nearly impossible to do, yeah. actually. And was able to kind of, like, transcend that era of when we did that to celebrity, to reality, star, to uh, child stars. Mm-hmm. We do it less now. We used to do it a lot, like, VH1, celebrity, surreal life, et cetera. Yeah. And then he got he got started getting the gigs, which were like for people our age who are nostalgic for him. And we're watching, you know, Wheel of Fortune and America's Funniest Home Videos and like whatever, Mm -hmm. you know? Do you believe this feud? I think we should end all of these with, do you believe them? Because this is rumored from... I I do believe this. I do believe that Tyra Banks was not thrilled when they said, we're going to have, we need to bring on someone to help you host. I think it makes her look bad and I think she knows it. Yeah. Um, You know, and she's had these hosting gigs like given and taken from her. And I think she's like, she's insecure about that. And I would be too, because you would be pissed. Definitely. Oh, they're... We're bringing you a guy to help you. Yeah, especially because it's a man is like irritating. She took over for a man, and then it was like, oh, yeah. we need a, we actually need a man in here. That's totally. that's disrespectful. Like, there's no way around. And it. they're like, we need a more like, we need a light, likable figure because you have become like not a light, likable figure. But like, I, you are, you know, he- you're heavy and like more serious in a way. I also think that t- it must be such good money that like it's gonna be hard for her to actually it leave. Matter. Yeah, she's not. She's quitting. gonna make her right. case. Nate, and I honestly think this sort of thing to take it sort of to a vintage old schooly place. I think that just the fact that this story is out there is kind of enough for her. Like. I think she she likes she probably likes that this story is is being rumored that like this is in print um because I feel like it gets her message across and I think that that's like maybe enough damage and may provide her some leverage maybe even when asking for more money you know like yeah I mean I just think it's like she'll she'll probably end up leaving this but I think they'll she has to do one year of like doing it together just and then it'll just be all like she can't (laughs) fail right she can't get fired meanwhile the commenters on deadline.com which bobby calls the chrisley contingent they're (laughs) weighing in and they're they're like 10 pages of comments on this one i was planning on watching dwts this time but now they are bringing back tyra banks i will definitely not watch it the only right thing would to bring tom bergeron back tyra is awful and then jess banks says still going to stinks with tyra banks she cannot host bring back tom (laughs) Bring back Tom. I mean, Tyra Banks can do a lot of things well, but I would I would agree that ho- at hosting Dancing with the Stars is not one of the things that she's done well in her career. Like, and she can do a lot of things well. She needs to lean model, into the vintage problematic nature of America's Next Top Models early cycles right. and just like do right. it over again, but make it fucked up. Like, let's bring back fucked up reality television and just like see how far we can take it before people are like, absolutely <gasps> not. Like, we can't do this. I love that. Yeah, I mean, it is crazy to me that we still have we still have Top Chef. We still have we have Drag Race more successful than ever. And like, what? Why is America's Next Top Model not with us any longer? You know, I guess it got faded out with like Rita, and then Tyra did come back for a little bit, and and then just kind of died. Yeah, yeah. It was problematic the whole time. Feud too. Who else is feuding? Why are we all? This is all OK Magazine is the one telling us about these feuds. I don't know if we should believe. Them. OK was getting good stuff this week. Like to be fair, I sometimes forget about OK, but usually when you go to OK, it's filled with like lengthy, anonymous, sourcey, gossipy stuff. Like it's it fills a void that a lot of n- newer, more popular tabloid websites like don't quite. I don't know, cover at this in this day and age. You know, it's I guess what I'm saying is it's a little trashier. Um, but it still maintains a sort of journalistic. Oh, it is trash. It's certainly trashier. It maintains a journalistic air. It's not like it's not like the chum websites that are all AI produced like garbage. It is like I mean, reported. I'm just saying it's like it trashy. is interesting. 
that both of these verse the both of these feuds come right from okay. Yes. Like there is kind of there there's a little bit of a thread there. But doesn't this also feel vintage where it's like Hoda Kotb and Savannah Guthrie, the co-hosts of two of the co-hosts of today on NBC, are fighting. Hoda's a them. Hoda's a Savannah's them. Savannah's probably who. Uh, I would. I would. Yeah, Savannah. Uh, I think Hoda's with themier than Savannah, but I. I weirdly, even though they are obviously objectively quite famous because they host one of the main morning shows, there's something still very hooey about that like niche. You know. I'd almost call both of well, them. If they're, if they're not hooey, we shouldn't be talking about. I'd say them, they're cuspy, saying, like, is what it is. But Hoda's a who. You think Savannah's? I mean, a Hoda's who? a them. Hoda's a them. Hoda's a Savannah's them. more of a who. I think that that's. I think that that's I closer. Yes. I mean, if they're both again, if they're both thems, this is out of our. You know. Well, if you ask Savannah, she'd say that she's the them because she's feuding sure with Hoda Copy, and she says that she hates it, and the reason that OK no, is writing about I this. I believe the tie. If you're going to ask me if I believe this, which is like what's coming, I don't believe this. I believe Tyra. I don't believe this. You don't believe this. You don't even believe the body no, language I pro don't. Patty Wood who analyzed the host's on-screen relationship as no, insiders I... claim they're feuding? <laughs> I especially don't believe that. Okay, so this one you say Deep you don't attention. believe. Do you believe this feud? Feud number three. I just feel like before we go on, it's too easy to accuse two women hosts of feuding that are like, it's one thing to be like, Tyra hosts a show and they're bringing somebody on to help her and she's pissed. That makes total sense to me. That's like, that is, I would be pissed. Like I'm thinking about myself in the scenario or like, would you be upset? Of course. Yes. This is just two women who work together. Don't like each other. And you're telling me they hate each other. I'm like, okay, yes, maybe that happens sometimes. Maybe that happens a lot of times. But like that to me is more of a stretch and more of just like making something up out of thin air. Like these two women just don't like each other Mm -hmm. than a scenario in which you wouldn't like somebody if they came on to try and steal your your thunder. I you will know? say, however, despite the fact that I, like you, don't believe this story, I'm really impressed by the way in that they made, which was that Good Morning America has slightly more viewers than Today Show. Today Show has 2.7 million viewers a month. Good Morning America has 2.9 million viewers a month. And the story is saying that Good Morning America's ratings are going down, to get, today's are going up, though they are still behind Good Morning America. And OK's argument is that more people are tuning into the Today Show because they think that Savannah and Hoda hate each other, which is an incredible <laughs> galaxy brain take. Like, incredible Which is take. fair because if they if they more visibly hated each other, I would also be tuning in. Yes. But it's also quite early. Also, that explains... No, in the, mor- in the morning. In the morning, yeah. yes. That explains yeah. any tension between morning show hosts... It's early. It's quite early. It's really fucking it's early. It's quite early. Feud number three, I think, is impossible to deny. It's Trina versus Kaya. Yeah, well, this this feud is like, fuck you, I hate you, bitch. Like, this is a feud. <laughs> Please shut the fuck up. Stop talking about me. Please. In the two other feuds, we don't have direct contact. In this feud, we have years and years of women insulting each other. So I do think that this feud is not rumored. This feud is uh, pretty much cemented. Uh, this was on the Jasmine brand. Trina addresses beef with Kia. I think it's, it's Kaya. Kaya. It's Kaya. Yeah. Trina addresses beef with Kaya. The level of disrespect is beyond I don't know you, which <laughs> made, of course, caught my eye because it's like, it's one thing to be like, I don't know her and just move on. The level of disrespect here is just like, fuck you, bitch. Like, it's very direct. Yeah. And <laughs> is what she's saying, I think. And this has been at least a two years long struggle. So I think that, uh, so I think it's impossible to deny the fact that these women are both like very like n- nostalgic thems. Just, but also I. They're definitely who. But they're definitely who's now. I would say <laughs> like Trina, it has more of name recognition. Kaya's music has more of name recognition, I think. But Trina has really... Trina has more songs, and it's just like I, I find it but hard. My neck, but isn't but my neck my back? 
is Kaya. Is Kaya. That has long, that's very long lasting, that song. That's a very like. All you ladies pop your pussy like this. Shake your body, don't stop, don't miss. All you ladies pop your pussy like this. Shake your body, don't stop, don't miss. Just do it, do it, do it, do it, do it now. Lick it good, suck this. But so does like the baddest bitch, or like, what is the song that's real? Pull over. Right. Like, come on. Like. Tina has, but again, they're all from like the year 2000. This is the fundamental part of the feud. But this was why they were fighting because they literally were like, one of them was like, let's go on verses. The other one was like, fuck you. <laughs> right? Trina, well, Kaya said, I want to go on verses with Trina. And Trina heard about this and was like, why would I fucking do that? That's disrespectful to me because I have so many more hits than Kaya. I would win in two Which seconds. Which I got to say is like truly not the point. <laughs> like to kind of respond in that way is not the point. Like verses really became kind of like a unity, not like an actual versus. This and was like, early versus though. It. I know. Okay, so if they, right. if, if they brought if this back. Like Brandy and Monica, like it was never versus. Like they did it together and like it was like supporting each other. I just feel yes. like this is really the, this is really the problem is the, is the fundamental misunderstanding of what verses could be mm -hmm. and actually has become which is like we're just all like a celebration music. Of, there's of music. no there's no battle there's no actual battle yeah yeah but some of these quotes... like when you go to a versus night it's not a battle you're just playing the music against each other almost like back and forth right and when you watch versus you're not watching one side and saying I, I stand them and I hate the other side you watch them and say wow I love both of these artists I know. Yeah. And I just feel like, yes, maybe this is early versus and it was more about like the matchups. This like, was specifically about even, like, a hit off, place... you know, like they were battling. Right. It's like, how do we how do we compare these two? They're just so, you know, whatever. But like, it's kind of just annoying because I do think that they're a good. They would be a good versus. Mm -hmm. I appreciate. I really do. My favorite part about this feud is because it's basically one sided. It's mostly been Kaya being like, I don't know why Trina won't do this. Like Trina's annoying. And then Trina has to respond and be like, this is irritating. And she'll say stuff, stuff like her choice. Her quotes are quite choice. Like I said, mm -hmm. I would battle anyone. It is what it is. I have records. I get on stage and do what I do. And if you're another female artist, I'm ready. But when it comes to this particular person, the level of disrespect is beyond. I don't know you. Um, and she's like mm -hmm. really, really sick of this person. My favorite part of this feud is that I guess she talked about it in the Breakfast Club once. And after explaining, they talked about it in the Breakfast Club once. They didn't have Trina on. But after the conversation, Charlemagne's edition was... I really think this is the point where you have to start suing people because Trina is like, <laughs> That's so funny. which is just like Kaya's being really irritating and like Trina just have to be sued. Some people you just have sue. to be sued. I think that was his quote. Some people just have to be sued. That's really funny. That's really funny. So, so this, this is a real, is a real but yes. what's but what's also disappointing is that I just did a whole bit about how I think versus is like heartwarming. If these two actually did a versus that was had tension and had an actual verses in it, it would be iconic mm -hmm. and like everybody would love it and tune in. So it almost feels like a missed opportunity on two levels. One, to have one where we support each other. Two, to have verses that is actually tension filled and a real versus, a real matchup. And it would be like crazy and fun to watch. Mm -hmm. So it just feels so like both on both levels, these girlies are losing, you know? But I still like this. But I still think Trina it. is winning. <laughs> okay. Because she's the, the one, because... Kaya is the one who starts it all the time. My love for my neck, my back is like bigger than like anything I like on Trina. Just saying. Like I respect Trina, but I, my neck, my back is it for no, me. No, I, I think that, that I like, I think I like pull over more than I like my neck, my back. Pull over that ass too fat. But I, exactly. 
pull over that ass Which is, is a too funny fat. song because it's like whoop, whoop. pull over you'd think you're driving a car and you literally can't see somebody's ass if they're driving a car you no, know what I mean? no Lindsay, it's so fat that you can see from the car behind you that's what the thing is <laughs> there's no way though how it's a problem that's why the person's like you have to pull over like i should not be able to see your ass from where i am if i can see, <laughs> if i can see your ass from like driving behind you like that's just not physically like, that's a prop like it's, yeah, it's dangerous. very classic right. like ass so fast you can ass so fat you can see it from the front you know like it's that's well, what's that happening I understand here. okay but that I understand some people have asses so fat that you can see them from the front well this ass is so fat you can see it from the car behind you on the 405 no. or whatever on i-95 unless she was driving a literal like child's tonka truck you know like one of those like <laughs> like rechargeable electric trucks for children then I think yeah maybe you could see your ass unless she was driving one of those no God, that's just such a good song. Okay, uh, I, I accept that. Let's move on. Three Wait. headlines. Want to just read these? We don't have to read the context. All right, you go first. Dog Whisperer, this is Daily Mail. Dog Whisperer Caesar Milan is given a warning after taking his pooches out on the pier in Redondo Beach. Rise and shine. Jennifer Garner goes for morning run while ex-Ben Affleck gallivants on Parisian honeymoon with J-Lo. <laughs> and Bella Hadid flashes her toned figure in shorts and a cropped sports top while showing off her creative side as she learns the art of glass blowing. <laughs> We have to move on. I thought that we was have to funny. move on. We can't she talk about careful. it. No, she gotta be careful. She's wearing a freaking crop top and short shorts while running glass blowing. That's we dangerous. Lindsay, we gotta move on. No, no commentary. We gotta move on to relationships. Okay, now we're on relationships. Let's let's literally let's dance through this thing. Like it is like we are on Dancing with the Stars, hosted by Tyra Banks and Alfonso Ribeiro. You know, Simu Liu and Jade Bender made their red carpet debut at the 2022 ESPY Awards. A hell of a place to make your red carpet debut. Are either of them sports? Why were they? I guess the ESPYs are for all celebrities, but I just no. The ESPYs are like sports entertainment. Sports but you're right. I mean, it's like it's really it's one of those shows that I understand zero things that come out of it, but I understand this. <laughs> and apparently they've known each other for a very long time. She's an up-and-coming actor. Simu Liu They're is cute. a newly crowned them. Apparently they've, apparently they've known each other for a very long time, and they only recently things became romantic. So All right. She's known for senior year and major crimes. She's one of the, okay, ma- she's one of the major like students in the Rebel Wilson senior year movie, so she has like kind of a big role in that, but she is new. She's a newbie. I do think that he's... Because he's been on the come up so fast, in a way, no one cared that he was dating her, like, not that long ago. So it was very yeah. – now they're, now the fact that we're reporting on it, it's not like it's new. It's just that people all of a sudden care who he's dating. Exactly. Because he's, like, becoming very famous. Yeah. Right. Because it's like they they were spotted together three years ago before the pandemic. But it's like everyone's like, right. but, oh, there weren't ro- no romantic sparks. And it's like, is that the case or is it, as you said, no, no one cared because he wasn't super famous? That's not the case. That yeah. is 100% not the case. Okay. Jillian Michaels got married. That's she cool. She got married. She got married to someone named Deshaun. She's the one Marie that yells. Yeah. She yells She's on like, um, your body, your body. Biggest loser. Yeah. Eh, your body. So she got she married. married Deshaun Marie Minuto in a private ceremony. In Namibia. In... in Namibia. Yeah, they were there. And it's unclear. They've they've gone to, God, they went to Uganda before the pandemic together. So, like, they've taken big trips to, like, countries in Africa before. They were in Namibia uh-huh. this time. But it's – I was on, I was trying uh-huh. to find out, like, what the association is. I couldn't figure it out. But they went on this big vacation there. They got married. They posted all these photos. And they're going to have okay. a real wedding in 2023. I don't care. Can we move I don't on? Anya Taylor-Joy was secretly married. I know. And now this I'm interested in. Or am I? I don't her know. Maybe I'm not. Her biggest gambit That was yet. me. <laughs> <laughs> Who cares? Okay, Anya Taylor-Joy, no one cared who she would date. What's no so funny about, we have a lot of stuff in this section, or I pasted in some stuff that's vaguely related, but 
I forgot to put his name in here. <laughs> it's just husband. Yeah, it's like Malcolm or Anya something. Anya Taylor-Joy married her husband. It's like Malcolm McDonough or something. It's Malcolm McRae. Her name is already hyphenated. She can't take another one. She's she's staying Anya Taylor-Joy. I think that that's, that would be really cool, actually. If you just like keep adding hyphens. Anya Taylor-Joy <laughs> McRae. Isn't that fun? Uh, I don't think, I don't think no she role. can afford another hyphen. There's no law that says you can't have two hyphens in your name. There's no law. There's no law. You can do whatever you want, you know? We got a big split. Chuck Lorre and Ariel Lorre have split after, you know, a few years of marriage. He was married to an influencer named Ariel Lorre. And she has a podcast called The Blonde Files with Ariel Lorre. And I was like, was he ever I, on it? I'm sorry, not to be... What's the age gap here? Clearly, It's he's like 30 years. Oh, yeah. It's like 30 years. There's a 30-year age gap here. I'm it's like, something like that. He literally is old and she looks not old yeah and she's a young blonde influencer oh yeah and they talk about okay they talk about this on the on the podcast but my favorite part of this podcast that i was like damn i'm i'm not surprised that i'm surprised this relationship ended listen to this exchange you're gonna love this how does it feel to be married to a highly successful and motivated wellness blogger oh it's 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 exciting it's always (laughs) fun to find out the things about gut health that i didn't want to (laughs) know Are you surprised they ended? <laughs> Are you surprised this marriage is over? He's <laughs> he's so rich that every story about this is like they have an ironclad prenup. They have an ironclad prenup because he's yeah, been married twice is. before and he has so much. Do you much think she'll money. get to keep her wellness podcast? She's going to keep the wellness podcast, but what's can what I'm wondering is if she's going to change her files? name. If she's going to name if she's going to change her name back. Oh, well, she better change her name back. Why would she want to keep Chuck Laurie's last name? Well, maybe they. Unless her name was Lori Laurie, I would <laughs> say change her name. What's her name? What's even her name? Her maiden name, I had it in here. Did I delete it? Yeah, Ariel. Ariel Lori. But what's her maiden, what's her name going to be? Mandelson. (laughs) Yeah, you might want to keep Lori. (laughs) As long as she gets to keep the Blonde Files podcast, I think she'll be okay. Also, the Lori gives her a little bit of, um, it gives her a little bit of like name recognition in Hollywood too. You I just know? don't want Laura Wassler to come in here and be like, the podcast goes to Chuck, you know, because he, <laughs> he doesn't need that. He he was he's the creator of Sybil Mom, the Kaminsky Method, Bob Hart's Abishola. He doesn't need the blonde files. You he know? will be changing the name to the Salt and Pepper Files podcast with Chuck Laurie. <laughs> and it will still be about gut health. <laughs> My client will take control of the RSS feed. And he will rename it to the Salt and Pepper Files podcast. First guest, Tim Allen. Okay, I'm. <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay. okay so another Moving split. On. Chelsea Handler and Joe Coy. This this broke this people up. Yeah, people were really sad about this. Well, it just felt like you know they really. It's it's like it felt very much like I fell for my friend in a very romantic way. Like mm-hmm. oh, we were friends for a long time, and then we like got romantic, and it really could be a good thing because like that's such a nice when that happens it's very nice and i think people said oh you know this could be great for her da 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 because she's like kind of icon like she is iconically like more of a single right strong woman she's iconically like uh single and fabulous and proud i don't give a fuck and i yes yeah and i don't and i don't give a shit like i dated 50 cent once like don't even care Mm -hmm. you know so this was kind of like oh she's settling down da 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 i mean who cares literally but it didn't work it and didn't work, and they both released, like, long, heartfelt statements about, like, it didn't work. That's, I think, mm-hmm. that must be why I think it, it got so much attention, because it's, like, we love an amicable split, a believably amicable mm-hmm. split. Because sometimes there's an amicable split, and you're like, something went wrong here, they're lying, they're lying, this reads as authentic. I don't care that Kendall Jenner and Devin Booker are never broke up, that doesn't matter. I do care that Tyrese and uh- Zelly Timothy reconciled after a bizarre breakup announcement. 
Um, they're back in marriage counseling and therapy, so they're like back together. That's nice. Why are we doing this so publicly? I don't really understand. It just feels very much like we don't need to be sharing all this stuff. Just figure it out. Let's move on to Rita. What was she wearing? Where was she seen? She posted what on Instagram? She's the Who Queen. Tens of people want to What's Rita Ora up to? Who is this woman? I, it's so it's so hot. I, I can't even make light of how hot it was in the UK last week. I wasn't even there. But that's the thing is Rita, it's She's so inside. hot in the UK that Rita is getting wrapped up with, like headlines about Rita are just becoming about the heat wave, which mm-hmm. I love. Like, Rita Ora's relevance right this week is all about how she's fighting the heat wave. You know, mm-hmm. she's fighting the heat wave with new sizzling bikini photos. She's fighting the heat wave by wearing low rise trousers and crop top. I will say she posted an Instagram that was like, I love the heat. <laughs> I was like, okay, Rita. Con- okay, contrarian. <laughs> Rita, Rita, this is it. This isn't helpful. This isn't helpful to our cause. I love it. <laughs> she really was. Wait, let me find while you talk. She also I love the heat. She also showed up her toned figure in a crop top and tiny pair of shorts as she completed an intense workout, quote, ahead of her wedding to Taika Waititi. God, Daily Mail knows Babe, exactly what confirmed. gets clicks. It's not That's even That's why they have to put though. it in quotes. Ahead of her wedding to Taika Waititi, which is definitely a quote from a source who doesn't know anything. But they love this. All of that, but all of that... The promo that they were doing for the Thor movie together where they were asked oh about God. it. They were so cheeky about it. They love that people think that they're getting married, even if they're not. Six but I do days ago. Okay. London is melting. And six days ago, Rita posted a photo and wrote, London in the summer in this heat is everything. I love it. Home sweet home, baby. That's the sort of tweet that ends up in a documentary about like climate change 20 years from now yeah, when it's literally. like, we could have done true. things to fix this. We had so many opportunities to fix this, even when we thought we were but too Rita late. Said, but it's here fine. in a heat wave, renowned celebrity Rita Ora said that the heat was fun or something. You know, like that's so scary. Yeah. Her show got released on her shows on Netflix, Kung Fu Panda. Are you going to watch it? The new Kung Fu Panda's on Netflix? Oh my God. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. It's a, it's a show. It's a TV show. Sorry, oh, Rita am I going to watch it? No. I still haven't watched The Bear. Okay, we're done. Thank you for listening to another episode of Who Weekly. Keep calling in at 619 Who Them to leave questions, comments, and concerns for our Friday show, Who's There? Thank you to Timmy, uh, our research and editorial assistant, for researching and editorializing. We have to go get lunch with them later today. So excited. Thank you to Katie and Erica the Who's for providing our Rita theme song. What else? Support us on Patreon.com oh, slash Who Weekly. So she's in Paris. So is Christine Quinn. Yeah. Avengers Assemble. Really, she's in Paris. Avengers Assemble. She's in Paris. Ugh, jealous. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Patreon.com slash Who Weekly. And then you can also listen to our bonus episodes on Apple Podcasts, the Apple Plus subscription. You can do that if you don't want to do Patreon, giving you some options. What else? R- uh, pre-order my book on wherever you get books. It's giving Real options. Place. It's giving options. And again, we'll see you on Friday. Bye. See ya. You will drive us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They wanna know. Hey. Mia. Hey. Mia. Come on, come on. Hey. I want to be famous.